0: Word and prayer for all nations, not by might nor power, but by the Spirit of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah and uh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Welcome to this is Word and Prayer for All Nations. Um, Pastor Vivian Mutulis and I'm glad Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of my life. And I'm excited to come today by the grace of God to bring you a word that is going to be a blessing to you and uh let's just pray father in jesus name as i share your word i pray for the door of utterance to be open i pray for the grace the power of the holy spirit to accompany your word in the mighty name of jesus let lord lives be transformed through this word in jesus name and i sanctify the atmosphere by the blood of jesus and cast out every spirit of darkness against the ministration of the word the gospel bound and cast out by the blood of jesus christ in jesus name amen uh let's go into the into second kings chapter 4 verse 12 to 20. i want to talk about by the grace of god careless words attract destiny attackers now careless words you need to care if you're writing this down. And the message, the title of the message is Careless Words Attract Destiny Attackers. And in 2 Kings chapter 4, from verse 12 to 20, is a very interesting uh, scripture. The Bible says, And he said to Gehazi, his servant, See, this is the time when the man of God Elisha was being hosted by the Shunammite woman. And as uh, He was being hosted by the Shunemite woman. The Bible says the woman or the family of this woman provided shelter for the man of God and provided uh, a working station and also provided, uh, of course, food and sustenance for the man of God. There is a lot of power in supporting the work of God because it never goes unrewarded. The scripture says in verse 12, and he said to Gehazi servant, call this Shunemite, and when he had called her, she stood before him. Uh, every work you do to the work of God, every contribution, every support, every commitment, dedication, every prayer, whatever you do, you know, towards the work of God or the furtherance of the gospel, there is a day and a time when your reward must be manifest. In the name of Jesus, it does not matter in what corner of the vineyard you serve, whether you are dealing with the area of the house whether you're dealing in the area of uh, uh, sacrifices, offerings, givings, prayer, commitment, cleaning of the church, you know, in whatever thing, compassion, helping the poor, there is a day when your reward will look for you. This Shunemite woman did not go to Prophet Elisha and say, Elisha, I have been serving God, I've been faithful to provide, uh, you, you know, your shelter and food. I've, not been, I've been supporting widows and orphans. And so I think this is the time that I need to be rewarded. The Bible says even the Shunemite woman did not know that it was her, her time to be rewarded. But the man of God himself, Prophet Elisha, sent for his servant Gehazi and said, call for this woman. She has been very serious. She has been very diligent. She has been very committed in supporting the work of God. And it is now time that she needs to be, to be rewarded. So when you serve God in truth and in the spirit, the time for your reward, in fact, it will catch you unawares in the name of Jesus. You just wake up one morning and you realize that the father has commanded his servants, that the angels of the Lord, the Lord Jesus has instructed his angels to locate you and to bless you because of the work. This is what happened to Gehazi. He was a servant of the the, the man of God, Elijah. And Gehazi was called by the man of God, called the Shunammite woman. She needs to be blessed. And how, do we, how, how, are people be, how are people blessed when they take part in the house of God? Verse 13, and he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful. So it is good to be careful in doing the work of God for us with all this care. What is it to be done for thee? It's a powerful question. It's an open check. You know, sometimes the Lord asks you, what do you want me to do for you? And every time Jesus met people that needed healing, he asked them, what do you want me to do for you? The Lord asked Solomon, after he served and he was careful, he was diligent, he gave so much that day. The Bible says in the night, the Lord appeared unto him in a dream and said, now say, what do you want? And Solomon said, I want wisdom. There is a time when God offers his people an open check and the Bible says that he is able to do exceedingly, above, abundantly, above all that we may think or ask for in Jesus' name. So he said, uh, what do you want? And um, this is, these are the options that he was given. Number one, would this thou be spoken for to the king? So one of the rewards to people that are careful in doing what contributes to the furtherance of the work of God is favor in high places. This is why she was asked, would this be spoken for to the king this is favor this is divine helpers people that are careful and very diligent in doing the work of god they are beneficiaries of divine helpers divine helpers are destiny supporters they are burden bearers they are people that are commanded by god to locate you so that they can bless you and move you to the next level then the next type, the next type of the blessing most oh, to the captain of the host Now, the captain of the host here stands for for battle because the captain of the host is a military language, is a military term. So one is favor in high places that draws destiny supporters, your line. Or number two is victory over spiritual battles. These are the two types of breakthroughs and blessings that come on anybody that is careful, that is consistent, that has a clean motive when it comes to the house of God. Expect favor in high places. Expect destiny helpers. Expect divine connections. Expect to meet the right people, the right contacts. Favor with the king. or And in addition to that, the Bible says, should I speak for you to the captain of the host? What does that mean? Uh, This means battles are receiving victory. Rather, there is victory that is intervening in your battles. Grace to overcome. But what I want to talk about so much even at this particular time, is what the scripture says. uh, The Bible says, and she answered, I dwell among my own people, verse 14, and he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily she hath no child, and her husband is old. A serious situation. Number one, there is no husband. Uh, Or rather, there's no child, sorry. She has no child. And Number two, her husband is very old. Basically, what the woman was saying is that I do not have any person that will inherit my wealth after me. I do not have any person that will speak for me. I do not have any person that will carry the name of my generations, or the names of the Father. That the Bible says, in verse 15, And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. Now, listen to verse 16. And he said, About this season... According to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. This is the power of the prophetic. In the prophetic realm, when we are in the spiritual realm, a word that is spoken in the power of the Holy Spirit will come to pass irregardless of external conditions. A word that is spoken prophetically, a statement, a blessing that is spoken from the authority of the prophetic will come to pass despite the challenges of history, about this time, you know, it's like next year or next season, you shall carry a child. But my message comes now, the woman responded, and she said, Nay, or no, my lord, Hmm? thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. Eh? Now he says, man of God, you are lying. And the woman conceived, despite the fact that she said, man of God, don't lie to me. She conceived and bear a son a that season that Elisha had sent unto her according to the time of life. But remember, she said, Man of God, do not lie to me. She spoke against even to discount the prophetic word of the man of God. And we will see how this word affected this woman. Because this word, words are seeds, they fall onto the ground and they begin to germinate, they begin to grow. And many times when people speak words, especially self-inflicted curses, they are words that fall onto the ground and they begin to grow. And they may take days, they may take weeks, they may take months, or even a few years. Even when the speaker has forgotten, words continue to grow. And let's see how these words grew. Let's see what what, what led or what happened. What was the manifestation of these words? Bible says, and when the child was grown, it fell on a day. The day came now. That uh, when he went out to his, father's, uh, to his father, to the reapers, and he said unto his father, My head, my head. So the child is grown up. The child has now become mature. Many days. These are now years. Because the Bible says the child was grown up. It was years. But words, words that were spoken, they grow with the child. Words that were spoken when the child was, was not even conceived... in in his mother's womb, these words grew like the way seeds that are deposited onto the ground. They keep germinating in the invisible realm. And one day, those words begin to turn and a harvest is expected. And the day came when he went to the reapers. And the Bible says he had a migraine. He said, my head, my head, complaining of migraine. And this situation grew up and became very serious. The Bible says And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said uh, to a lady, Carry him. Or to the lad, rather, to a lad, a child. Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon. And the words matured. And what was the harvest? The child died. So the Bible says, And she called unto her husband rather verse 21, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. Now the situation was very serious. The child that was a prophetic child, the blessing that was spoken unto this woman, of, woman unto the Shunammite, and said, next season, by the power of the prophetic, you shall have a child. And the woman said, you are lying to me, man of God. And whatever you're saying is not true. Nevertheless, despite her doubts, she conceived, yes, the blessing came, the blessing was manifest, but her words were not dealt with. She forgot to deal with her words. And there are people that are carrying blessings in their hands, but they forgot to deal with careless words that were spoken when they were in the days of the wilderness. Now they have walked out of the wilderness. They have moved into their canon. They have moved into their land of promise. But the words they spoke against their own destinies, they forgot to deal with. And those words, when you, when you forget to deal with, those words begin to follow your breakthrough until someday they suffocated that breakthrough and the breakthrough died at noon. But glory be to Jesus because there is power to deal with the impossible. The Bible says she went and laid that child on the bed of the man of God, waiting for the man of God to come. And uh, quickly, because of time, and she called to her husband, and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses or the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore wilt thou go to him today? Or Why do you go to him today? Eh? It is not even Sabbath or new moon. And she said, it shall be well. Now the woman begins to understand the power of words. Instead of saying it is a lie. No, yes, it is not Sabbath day. It's not new moon day. No, she spoke and said, it shall be well. You must learn or we must learn to counsel evil words or negative words that we spoke against our lives unawares. Now she spoke positively. It shall be well. Tell the righteous that it shall be well with them. And the Bible says, ah. Then she saddled us and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came unto the man of God, to Mount Camel. And it came to pass. When the man of God saw her afar off, the man of God was on the mountain of prayer. Probably they were praying and fasting with the servant. So he sees this woman coming very fast and wonders what is going on. Why is the woman coming like that? And the way this woman is coming is like there's a problem. Hmm? That's what the Bible says. Uh, in, um, so she went and came to the man of, of God, to Mount Camel, and it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shunammite run now I pray thee to meet her and say unto her is it well with thee? is it well with thy husband? is it well with the child? and she said the second time it is well you see that? the woman, the Shunammite woman now understood the power of confession if you looked at this situation literally speaking it was not well the child was gone and was placed on the bed of the, of the man of God. But this woman had matured. This woman had grown. From the, time of, from the time when she did not have a child, the husband was old and there was no child. She spoke carelessly. She told the same man of God, you are lying to me. You are saying that I have a char- I'm going to have a child. No, you are lying to me. But after the words had gone and suffocated that favor, and now God was going to resurrect that favor, she had grown up. The second time, Even if the situation was so tough, she was not tempted to say anything wicked or anything negative. She said, man of God, it is well. And this is where people need to get to a point, where they need to confess that it is well. It does not matter how difficult the situation is. It is well. The woman said, it is well. Why? Because she believed now in the power of God resident in the servant of God. Uh, the prophet Elisha. And the Bible says, and when, the, and when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. How to deal with evil words? Number one, to cancel the words you spoke. When Peter denied Jesus three times, the Lord said, this night you shall deny me three times. And indeed it happened that three times Peter denied Jesus that he did not know him. When the Lord rose from the dead, he asked Peter, do you love me? Three times. Peter, do you love me? And Peter three times said, yes, Lord, I do. It was to cancel previous words that were spoken. Sometimes you need to cancel, And in life, you need to remember the evil words, the negative words you spoke against your life, against your family, against your blessings, against your body, against your own shape, your own body shape, against your own body health against your ministry. When you remember those words, it is time to cancel those words. Number two, she caught the man of God at the feet. And anytime you touch at the feet, when people came to Jesus to be healed, they caught him by the feet. It is time to worship, to glorify God, to glorify the Messiah, to honor him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, and the Bible says, "Mm, but Gehazi came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone. For her soul is vexed within her. People that are careless with words, that don't take words seriously, they will enter into seasons of vexation. They will enter into a season of bondage. They will enter into a season of affliction. Because words invoke seasons. Words can invoke seasons of vexation. Or words can invoke seasons of favor. Words can invoke seasons of rising. Or words can invoke seasons of disgrace. Words have the power to open doors of favor. Words have the power to open doors of shame. Be careful with words. Now listen. And the man of God said, let alone, okay? And the Lord hath hid it from me, and hath not told me. The man of God, Elisha, was very open. He said, God has hid this from me. God has not revealed this from me. And this should go to all the prophets. Not everything that happens in the lives of people, the prophet of the Lord will know. The prophet of the Lord will only know what is happening in your life or in the lives of the people of God if he's empowered by the Holy Spirit. But in this particular case, the Lord chose to hide it from the prophet. So sometimes people come to prophets and they say, what can you see in my life? What are you seeing in my family? What are you seeing in my finances? man of god when you see me woman of god when you look at me what can you see in the spirit and many times or several times the prophet or the vessel that's used by god can be tempted to say things that god has not said because everybody knows you as a prophet when everybody knows you as a man that sees in the spirit when everybody knows you as a seer you can be tempted to say things that come from your mind and not from the lord but the man of god said the lord has hid it from me in other words i have no idea what the woman is going through then this is Elisha. this is Elisha. he carries the power of god in fact double anointing he received a double portion of the spirit and grace that was upon elijah but in this particular case the man of god said i don't know what the woman is going through the lord has not revealed it to me hallelujah i pray that if god has not spoken concerning any family or any person that comes my way. I will be open and tell them I don't know. We need to ask the Lord because this is a major temptation. He can be tempted here to start saying that the Lord has spoken when he has not spoken. The Lord has shown me when he has not shown you. The Lord has revealed it when he has not revealed. I saw it in a vision when he has not. Now the man of God said uh, I want to read it very clearly. That, and the man of God said, leave her alone for her soul is vexed within her And the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me. I have no idea. This is maturity in the prophetic realm. This is deep maturity, great maturity, that somebody can come and say, please, I want you, I'm going through ABCD. You are a servant of God. What can you say about my situation? And you can tell that person, the Lord has not revealed it to me. I don't know. We will ask him for him to reveal in the name of Jesus. So we are talking about careless words attract destiny attackers. And uh, I want to finalize from here by praying for you so that we can continue during our part two. We will have part two of these uh, careless words attract destiny attackers in Jesus' name. If there are words that you spoke or that were spoken concerning your life and you feel that these words are fighting your destiny, you can be transformed. You can run back to God the way this woman ran back to Elisha. Don't give up. You can run back to the altar in worship, in confession, and in counseling those words, and you will see a major turnaround in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my listener, the one, that's brother, the sister that is, a, that is watching and following this telecast and this podcast. I speak the blood of Jesus and the grace of God upon them. Any words that were spoken concerning their destinies, As they hear this word, as he hears this word, as she follows this message, let your power fall upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. For you are the one that changes situations. Whatever was spoken in form of a curse can be turned around in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak a blessing in the blood of Jesus upon them. In Jesus' name. You that is not born again, you can get saved. First major, major step, To turning around your destiny is to give your life to Jesus and you just need to confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for you it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved say Lord Jesus I repent and confess my sins I believe in my heart that you died on the cross today I receive you as my personal Savior I abandon sin and the works of darkness I am a child of God. I have confessed Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for saving me through the blood of Jesus. Come and live in me from now. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, Like us on Facebook so that you can uh, get notifications when you come live. And also uh, follow us or subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Word Prayer. as one word word prayer subscribe to our youtube channel and uh, on facebook we are word prayer nations the lord bless you don't speak carelessly about your life bless your destiny in jesus name shalom and god bless you for now amen word and prayer for all nations not by might nor power but by the spirit of the lord of hosts